and welcome to Ask Matron. My name is Robin Barker. I am a mental health nurse and trained at a time when debit and credit cards were all done with a pin. And I'm joined by my colleague, Chris Kerr, who was used to bartering things. <laughs> You're so funny. Nut. Every week. Every week. And, do you know, it's getting worse, though, I have to say. I do apologise. They're not improving, let's be humor. honest. They're not improving. <laughs> and I wouldn't mind, except he's had a week to think about it. I try my best. It's just, quite frankly, not good enough. It's been one of those weeks that I think I'm still recovering from. And I think that's something all of our listeners will be able to relate to you as well. But thank you so much for coming back and joining us again on Ask Matron. You're brilliant. <laughs> yes, you're brilliant, Chris. You're brilliant. No, not me, not oh. you. The listeners. The listeners are, they are brilliant. They are brilliant because we know how precious your time is. And we know that time is money. And that is why this week we're focusing on that money, big money, issue money. of money. Money, money, money. Don't start singing. Let's not go there at all. We have really enjoyed hearing from you on Twitter, at AskMatron, and following the hashtag AskMatron. But also, you've been getting in touch confidentially through our very own... Email at askmatronpodcast at gmail.com. We are an information and entertainment podcast, and not one that you should take and <laughs> for use for general life advice. No, definitely no, not. No. Well, maybe a little, but at your own risk. Yes, maybe a therapist would be better. <laughs> for therapist. <laughs> We're not charging anything, and I think you should read a lot into that. <laughs> I like things that are free, but you've also got to take them with a grain of salt. And a free lunch is good for everyone, isn't it, Robin? I will go many places for a free lunch. I can vouch for that. <laughs> Actually, that sounds so wrong on so many levels. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how it sounds, but let's move swiftly onwards because swiftly. we have a lot to cover in our money edition of this week's podcast. So let's get straight into things. Chris, do you want to kick us off with an email? Well, I have an email from John that says, what are your guys' thoughts on working whilst in training? Doable or impossible? Ooh, good question, John. It's a real challenge for student nurses everywhere in trying to find a job that can fit around the fact that for some parts of the year, you'll have a little bit more availability when you're on your academic modules, but then you will also have shed loads of work to do relating to them, or that can be flexible enough to then completely change around when you're on a shift and might suddenly need to give it one week's notice, completely different working pattern. And certainly things like working on the bank as a healthcare assistant is, is a really good opportunity if you're in that level of training that the bank will take you. So they're not going to take brand new student nurses because obviously they don't you know, they want you to have a bit of experience uh, about looking after patients first. But certainly that's a really good way of earning an, an extra few pounds because you can still learn on the job by doing the job, but you're getting paid for doing something that you're already doing. And it all adds to the experience that you're gaining. I certainly did that. My first placement asked me after I'd finished whether or not I would go on their bank so I could come back and keep working with them which was a really nice compliment to me as a student nurse, thinking I haven't completely messed this up, <laughs> as this was my first experience in working in an inpatient acute psychiatric setting. And that ability to be able to work on a bank and pick it up and take it and leave it as you want to is really useful. 
but you still need to cram everything else in that you have to. But it is a real challenge financially when you're any kind of student, but a student nurse as well. And sometimes it's quite nice to be in placement where actually your amount of socialising is reduced because that actually helps to save money. What I found nice as well is that although I did bank work, I'd also occasionally do a bit of work behind the bar at my local. And I know many people throughout their training that didn't do bank work. In fact, I had one of the nurses that I trained with that was a chef. They kept chefing. Nice. Going back to last week's, could have cooked you a nice meal as well. Yeah, that would have been really good. But she just cooked eggs. She worked in a hotel doing breakfast. And we used to just... (laughs) This used to be the thing. Any way you like, as long as it's an egg. (laughs) You come in and be like, I've cooked a thousand eggs. We'd be like, Man, that's "Mm, a lot of chickens. Eggs. Eggs. Absolutely don't go and ask her now (laughs) if she can make you a boiled egg. It won't go down well. No. But it does lead on to a really good question from Ella on Twitter or a comment that said, I can't believe I've spent £70 on books this week. Hashtag university life hashtag student nurse, hashtag books, hashtag money, hashtag skint, smiley face, sad face, with tears. See, I'm going to say something really controversial now. Okay, Chris, let's get ready with the editing beep. (sighs) Okay. Why are you buying books? There we go. I'm sorry. I have to ask. So even a dinosaur like myself, most libraries are now online through your university. And it is nice to have the odd book I have to say in my career I've probably bought four and as certainly as a student I never bought any books and that was in the days before they were electronic libraries I would like to know how many books you got for 70 quid there because I feel you know if you said I got five books for 70 pounds I think cool you've been using the student marketplace of certain online book retailers yes because that is pre-used. an excellent way pre-used charity st- shops yeah but charity shops, it's difficult to find editions that are still so current. I mean, you could have a That's B&F true. from like six years ago. That's you could have a true. B&F from two years ago if you just look under a doorstop. So <laughs> <laughs> not, not that he's suggesting you steal it from the workplace. No, they might need that to prop the door open. Because <laughs> obviously, you know, your mandatory training with fire safety with a... But that's... £70 is a lot of money. A and that's, of money. that's a considerable purchase for books for something that you could actually borrow. I guess it's a bit late for, for Ella, but I would probably say if you're looking at buying a book, get it out of the library first and see mm. whether it's something that, that is you a good want. Tip. And it's it might be that you've had it for a couple of weeks and you never look at it again and it collects dust sitting on a shelf. Uh, and yes, Robin's currently looking at his bookshelves. I'm trying to figure out, I do have a few. Most of them I think I just sold again. Or didn't buy in the first place. But there's, and that's the other thing about you saying that being current is that they go out of date so quickly. Now, if it's a good A&P book, actually, that's, so I did invest in a good A&P book. And it what was is a and know your jargon. You and sorry, your Ed nurse. I had to explain sorry. to somebody after the first episode or second episode. <laughs> they're like, what is an Ed nurse, an ED nurse? And I was like, I was so tempted to make up some crazy stuff. <laughs> you probably did, don't lie. <laughs> Entertainment director. <laughs> <laughs> Anatomy and physiology. Oh, thank So you. those things don't change, do they? 
well, they don't suddenly I don't know about you, Chris, but the I, structure of the heart has changed. There was a lot of changes I remember as a young man. <laughs> We're definitely not going into that. That's not going to be covered in any podcast fast <laughs> or future. So Deborah writes on Twitter, I feel like I'll never be financially stable. And I can understand that feeling and the environment that we're in at the moment with the future around being a student nurse, that is going to stay being difficult. Yes. There will be a valuable lesson to learn for anyone that's considering becoming a student nurse and anyone that is now that thinking about how to manage your finances and trying to get that support is going to be really vital. And Something I've seen at some universities is that attached to their careers departments, they will also have different, I won't say lectures, but they'll have information, they'll have sessions on managing your money, yeah. on how to be more financially prudent. I know that uh, there were certainly months when I was training where near the end of the month, I was eating a lot more pot noodle than at the <laughs> beginning of the month. See, going back to last week's podcast, porridge is much better for you. And certainly... You're living in the past, Chris. You're living in the past. Sorry, sorry. But that's that's very true. And it's about planning. If you've planned to spend £70 on books, then that's great. But don't spend £70 and then worry about where you're going to find it from or what you're going to live on for the rest of the month. Is that a purchase that you absolutely have to make? Or can can you wait and save for it? And I know that sounds very boring... I'm very old. I do think it sounds old and boring, Chris. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but there is truth in that. I think there is a lot of pressure that's put on student nurses when they start on, you need to have this, you need to have that. You, everything needs to be new. Everything needs to be shiny. Yeah. Every, and I remember having and feeling that pressure and being like, no. For me, everything already comes off of eBay. <laughs> everything, And there's no shame in going home and raiding your parents' cupboards. <laughs> yeah. Or any other online marketplace <laughs> where you can pick up things secondhand. Because money is going to be a challenge throughout the time that you're a student nurse. For anyone that's considering going into it, I think it might be a good time to build up a bit of a war chest before you start, if you're able to. I think that last summer before coming in, I know it's perhaps not on the top of everybody's agenda. Now he's old and boring. I am old and boring. But that idea of trying to find extra ways to get a bit of cash before you start. But there are lots of opportunities that are out there that you can make extra money. Even things like online surveys that people are now doing, that they're like consumer advice surveys that you can partake in and that might not give you a regular income but it might just give you that little bit of a boost before Christmas or before a birthday or something that help you just kind of eke out your money a bit more. And if you're doing your training local to where perhaps you've grown up and where you've been there are going to be opportunities because you have the student nurse title people suddenly want to trust you with their children. I don't care if you've got an expensive babysitting. (laughs) They're going to think they're a nurse. They're a student nurse. They can They'll know what to do. Thinking about the opportunities that might be available to you now that you've come in to what is an elite group of amazingly high-powered professional individuals, the student nurse in training to become a nurse nurse. And your university also have 
students who can advise you on where to get work. And they have jobs at the university. I'm they do. They do temp jobs at the university that I went to. There was all sorts of, you could work in the student union. Yep. Be worth looking at that. And then you get to socialise at the same time as working, which is always quite nice. Is that something you had a problem? <laughs> what? Socialising and working? <laughs> That's why I met my husband at work. I think the overall message from all of these questions and comments and things that we've said today is that money is something that will need to be a focus over the time that you're a student nurse. And although it will seem really tough while you're going through it, this will set you up. You will feel so rich when you're a nurse. <laughs> and it's, it is going to be tough, but it's not going to define you. Mm. There are still lots of things that you can do that doesn't cost any money. You will be poor financially, but rich with experience. Come on! I kind of wasn't really thinking about that. But I was thinking more along the lines of, you know, you have a student card, go swimming for, you know, two pounds for as long as you want to spend in the pool, go for a walk, you know, that you don't have to do things that cost a lot of money. And on that note, thank you so much for joining us on this free podcast. Aren't you clever? Aren't you clever? Oh. <laughs> Keep the conversation going with us on Twitter at AskMatron and hashtag AskMatron. Or please send us over an email to AskMatronPodcast at gmail.com. We cannot wait to have you back joining us next week. Have a great week. You in proper, that doesn't like proper microphone oh, positioning, does okay. it? Okay, sorry, boss. What's going on? You're getting a bit strict. Is that better? I feel like I'm turning into a tyrant. You are a bit. I've lost my watch. Don't click, don't say um. I've lost don't do my uh. Watch. Oh.